See, I was, yeah. in your words, delivered uh-huh. from this productive. My worth is based on what I can produce. Uh-huh. I think you might be living that lie a little bit mm-hmm. because you're not a productive human being if you don't get this entire list done. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yes. You lose no value if you only get one thing done on your list. You lose no value if you don't get anything done on your list, Satricia. Yeah. Jesus still loves you. Yeah. Today on the Messy Faith Podcast. Good morning, ladies. I'm Emily, and this is... Satricia. <laughs> and this is the Messy Faith Podcast, because life is messy. But God already paid the maid. He paid the maid. All right, Satricia, how are we doing today? Doing pretty good. Doing how are pretty, you doing? I'm doing pretty, I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Um, big question. Okay. How do you sit on the couch and be okay with it? Ooh. <laughs> We're going to dive in today big time on what rest is, yeah. what it isn't, what it looks like. Mm-hmm. If you have a hard time with it, why you have a hard time with it, why yes. it's important and everything in between. So, Cedricia. Me first? You first? Let me ask you first, because okay, I feel okay. like mine's is a complex answer. Okay. Ooh, complex. So you're <laughs> saying I'm not complex? Very. <laughs> and that's what I love about you. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're not boring, and All I right, love All right, ask it. me. Ask me. Okay. Do you have a hard time sitting on the couch? Oh, what my gosh. What does that mean to you? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Mm-hmm. For, for years, especially being um, somebody who has just stopped being somebody who is trying to find her value through Christ by what she does. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like, I somehow was trying to earn it. Um, when you do that, any form of rest, you feel guilt and shame. Mm -hmm. Um, and on top of that, I have ADHD, which, um, I, my mind obsesses about things. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when I'm resting, I feel like I'm not being productive or producing or creating anything. And then I feel guilt and shame again. Like I'm not being a productive member of society. Mm. Um, not being a good mom, not being a good wife, not being a, a, a good Jesus girl because I'm not changing the world or, or being a part of changing the world at every single moment. Yeah. Um, and so that for me, um, has been super, super hard. I will sit there and beat myself up while I'm sitting down. Mm. So that's yeah. been my experience with rest. Well, I think I've had two very different experiences. Uh, I feel like in the beginning, I started with that same like guilt. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was always supposed to be producing if I was going to be productive. Mm-hmm. That if I wasn't doing something, then I wasn't a good Christian because I wasn't productive. And I wasn't in purpose. And I don't have fruit. And so those are things that in the beginning... And then when I got um, delivered from that mindset, <laughs> I went the I'm a, I'm naturally an extreme person, so I went the other extreme. Me too. Me too. Then it was like I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> oh snap! And then I went into a lazy. I would say lazy if I'm keeping it real with myself <laughs> and with you guys. I went into this like I'm not doing nothing. Like forget it. If that doesn't get done, if it's messy, if it's this, and I went into like I'm literally sitting on the couch. And that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to parent from the couch. I'm going to, and I had some other things going on. Like I was struggling with depression and things at that time too. But it was just like a forget everything. It was like, I'm on this couch and that's where I'm going to be because that's, that's what's keeping me slightly sane. Yeah. So I went through both extremes. Okay. 
How do you feel about rest today? Today. And what does that look like for you? For me, it's being comfortable with both. And so I have moments where my day has been very hard mm-hmm. and I'm going to sit on this couch <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Yeah. And I'm not less of a mom or less of a Christian or less productive because I'm sitting on this couch because I've given all I can give for the day and my cup is empty mm-hmm. and I need to fill it back up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also making sure I'm filling my spiritual cup up has helped me to be able to rest when I need to rest Um, because it's not about like production or like what I can produce or what I have to show for it, but it's more so about like what strength I'm doing it in, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like instead of my own, I'm more exhausted. I I find, and then I'm sitting on that couch being lazy when I haven't filled myself up spiritually. So now I kind of like recognize those things and knowing the difference, like, is this being me being lazy or am I spiritually kind of like empty or am I just empty because the days pull, pulled a lot out of me? Yeah. You're just like emotionally drained. Dr- literally. Cause I've Physically been and emotionally drained from being a mama. Yeah. Or even battling anxiety. Like, oh yeah. Cause that physically will make you tired. Yeah, that'll suck your glucose. Yes. And so it's me being honest with myself with why I'm sitting on the couch and then I can feel comfortable or I'm like, okay, you really don't need to be sitting on the couch. You need to go fill up spiritually. Yeah. So it's like recognizing and being aware of where I'm at and why I'm feeling the way I am. And then when it is that time to rest, I feel okay with it because I know I'm filled up spiritually. Just This was just a tough day. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. 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 I think um, I, now that I'm more self-aware, I'm mm-hmm. kind of a, aware of this, uh, scale like um how depleted i am or not depleted in the different areas mm-hmm. um but this was only after my mental health crisis mm-hmm. to where i had to learn to listen to my body where before when i wasn't when i didn't have like extreme anxiety symptoms mm-hmm. i didn't know what to look for and so i just would push through everything mm-hmm. um but now I understand that there's different areas in which I can be depleted and different areas in which I need to rest. Mm-hmm. Some is spiritual and some is physiological. Yeah. And so through learning lots of things, like I said, like I'm a neuro nerd, like when you wake up every morning, mm-hmm. like you only have so much glucose in your body. Mm-hmm. And that glucose is responsible for your energy levels. Um, and every time you you do a task, whether it's talking to somebody or um, work or just whatever it might be, to even talking on the phone, um, folding laundry, you're using that. So things are constantly pulling. And if you don't have things like getting together with a friend mm-hmm. that that kind of like supplement Mm-hmm. some of that glucose level, once you've used it for the day, you've used it and you are now depleted. Uh, like that's why I don't mentally. Yes. <laughs> mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and then I think that can happen to you spiritually as well when, you know, you haven't read your Bible 
in, sure. in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, not not to condemn anybody, but this is just real. Like I, yeah. I've gone without reading my Bible for a number of days, and then I I start wondering why I'm more agitated, yes. or why I'm so quick to certain things. Mm-hmm. It's because my mind hasn't been on His higher ways or His higher thoughts. Yes, yeah. right. And so honestly reading the word or talking to him in in any way that I choose to is um, what kind of keeps me in balance, I Mm -hmm. guess, so to speak. Um, And so I know that I need, I need to do that. No, that's so good. And I think it's, it's like all throughout scripture, the Bible talks about like not doing stuff in our own strength or from our own knowledge, you know? And I think we get burnt out when we're trying to, just push through, go, 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 go. We've always been told, do your best. Yes. Oh, snap. <laughs> what if, you know, give your 100%. Mm-hmm. I've heard once, isn't that a fallacy? Because what if huh. you've gotten a hard day's work or you've had a hard day with the kids and your husband comes home, but you don't have 100% left? Like physiologically, you do not have 100% mm-hmm. energy left. There's only one time during the day that you have that, and that's in the morning when you first wake up. Yeah. But so I think you is still... that a fallacy to give 100% or do you do your best? I think do your the... best yes. because your best might be 30% today. Exactly. Your but, best might be. But you're giving 100% of that 30%. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's just simply changing the language. Uh-huh. Like, so we tell our kids, give us your best. If this is your best and your best is simply your, your heart and your motivation did it as best as you could. Mm-hmm. And if, and if you gave it all you got, then that's all that was without required. Going crazy. Yeah. 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 Without going crazy. Yeah. Without, um, you know, like torturing yourself without that. Yes, like, yes. Don't tur- torture yourself to give more. Recognize where you're at and know when you're here and when you're here, know when to fall back because if you keep going, that's when you. Yeah. So, um, back to like the glucose levels. So when you're depleted, um, like I would start to feel signs of like anxiety. Like I, my, I'd get a little shaky or I, my, I'd have pins and needles in my hands mm. and, uh, and my lips would go a little bit numb. Mm. And so those are signs that I am, I am starting the anxiety cycle. Like the chemicals in my body are starting to produce. And so I have, I have a moment, I have a small window to decide what to do with that reaction yeah, and how to, um, how do you say it? how to interpret um what my what's happening in my body right now so before i'd be like freak out oh no this is happening um but now i have learned to listen to it and be like okay this is happening mm-hmm. this means i'm depleted i've yeah. a lot's got out of me so i slow myself down mm-hmm. i either stop a task um and i go do something else like a puzzle draw a paper talk to my kids fold some clothes, Mm. wash some dishes, do a mundane routine task Mm. to kind of focus your mind on not that situation um, and just what you're doing. And you're literally giving rest from the anxiety by distracting in a good way. And then you distract long enough and while you're still going through life and then you're past it. Yeah. And you've negated an entire full anxiety cycle. See, you're still productive in your rest because i that's the point I want to get to. But me, what I do, which is not healthy, so I'm not promoting this, <laughs> but I'm just being real. Um, I When I feel that coming on, I escape. And for a lot of people, their escape is like 
unhealthy habits. Mm-hmm. It could be drugs. It could be alcohol. It could mm-hmm. be this. Mines, I'll like get on YouTube or get on like start looking up something on online. And I'm still struggling with that because the part of my brain that's like, you need to be productive, which makes me more anxious, um, wishes that I could do something productive to take my mind off when I'm feeling deplete. But I feel like, and help me through this. Walk me yeah, through this. Yeah, I, I was just, I'm but, listening to what you're saying. I'll, I'll, I'll talk back. Yeah. And so I, I go into escape mode and it's like, I will waste a couple hours escaping because I'm trying to bring myself down from what could be an anxiety attack or the feeling of like, oh no, I got to get so much done. So sometimes I get so overwhelmed with what has to be done mm-hmm. that instead of resting or, or I guess I think it's resting in my mind, but it's really just um, distracting me. And then I find myself more overwhelmed because nothing got done in those couple of hours that I was distracting myself and it wasn't productive. And I think I would feel a lot better if I was washing dishes, folding some clothes. But sometimes I'm just like, I just want to run away from this. And I I know that that's not a healthy habit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. Okay. Um. So, and I'm not a therapist, so yeah. I'm just going to spitball we're with friends. you. Let's hey, work we're friends. Let's work through it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Okay, so my, th- my thought would be, like, because distraction is good. So, I mean, unless you're like watching porn on YouTube, which well, I don't even think they of do. Of course, not. right, no. right. So you're they just... probably every there's every way to watch it nowadays. <laughs> um, so the distraction is not bad. I think. Well, what if it's a distraction that's like hours and hours though? That's... Oh, yeah, that's what I was gonna get to. But yeah. if it's that type of distraction, then it, then it's not good. So what somebody told me, and it's not just so distraction is what you do almost like in crisis. I was so, gonna like, say if... I learned that habit when I was in super severe like depression and anxiety and stuff that's where i picked up the habit because i yes. just but that's only to get out of that's, that that's uh, only <clears throat> that's like step number one mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of other steps after that that's what i need to get to oh, really? so, like because that's for like that's what you do in in the moment uh-huh. so like you're feeling really really overwhelmed um then you like pop open like tetris or something something yeah. that eases your mind or do sudoku or something funny or yeah S- sudoku or something like that um you do that for a minute, but you have to, what I do next is that I accept how my body's feeling and that I'm overwhelmed. And then I ask, why am I feeling overwhelmed? Mm-hmm. So maybe distract yourself for a minute and then come back after maybe like 20 minutes, something like that. Come back and say, why am I feeling overwhelmed? Mm-hmm. Is it because my task list is too long mm-hmm. for the amount of energy I have today? Yeah, that's usually it. Okay. So then what I would do is I would accept that I am overwhelmed by this giant list of things. Then I would look at that list. Like I would physically write it out Mm. and I would say, what of these things have to are urgent? What have to get done for my family to survive, not Mm -hmm. thrive. What has to get done for my family to survive? Okay. I do that. So I'm walking through the steps. I can do that. So if that's making dinner, your kids got to eat. So you got to make dinner. Uh So then you say, I'm going to do this. And then that's all you do. And then you go make dinner. And okay. as you're making dinner, you literally focus on every task. I am washing the bell pepper to chop the bell pepper up. Okay. Because so you're focusing on the ingredients and how you're cooking. Yeah. And then that that is a form of distraction as well. But it's, I guess you could label it productive distraction. Yes, yeah. Because you're moving forward in life, mm-hmm. but you're in the moment. 
Okay. You're present in the exact moment. So I so, do, this is definitely what I do. Okay. But I don't do the like, I'm chopping up about, maybe I can add that yeah, to Yeah, yeah. You go down do, to the to the micro. Yeah, I do do the like, what absolutely has because to be it's done? Kind of, because you've cooked these things before, so it's mm-hmm. kind of methodical. Uh-huh. So even like driving, when I was going through my anxiety recovery, mm-hmm. um, driving was too much because it gave too much free time for my brain to just think. So I literally had to focus on the trees passing mm-hmm. or the car in front of me. Look at the make and model. Oh, that's a really cool car. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for these beautiful trees. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the shape of this so of this praying, cloud. You're worshiping him and oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm being grateful. Oh, this day is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I, when it's hard to do that part, then I focus in. Oh, look at that car. Is that four wheel drive or not four wheel drive? Like, yeah. I wonder how you know how hard I had for work to get that kind of car. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> so, you're helping me so much because I didn't realize I do all these things you're saying. And I think a part of the being extra critical of myself, I wasn't seeing that. I was just seeing yeah, you're being the judge, you're being judgmental of myself. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. You have to you have to observe yourself at, as an observer. Yeah. Don't put any labels on your feelings mm. or any labels on your actions. Right. Just look as Jesus would look at you. Yeah, man. Look, you're just love because I really with just love. Yeah. So you're doing that. And then you go back to the list. Once you finish that. Then you sit down with your kids uh-huh. and you talk to them and engage in them and stay focused on them. No, that's Again, the <laughs> you're being <laughs> they pressed. make me more anxious. No, I'm joking. Okay, okay. I take that out of, <laughs> out of the atmosphere. But no, sometimes, but not all the times. But okay, yes. so, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I'm just going through <laughs> what what I would do if yes, that makes yeah. you anxious. No, no, then, no. It doesn't always. And sometimes I do that okay. and it helps. Sometimes it doesn't. So, but, yeah. you know, ask them to be calm and mm-hmm. then just ask each one of them a question. Mm-hmm. You know, a question that you know is going to be you already know the kind of the answer to or something. Yeah. Um, you just do that. And then look, you've already made it through two, two moments. Mm-hmm. You've already made it through the making dinner. You've already made it through. Um, now you're at the dinner table. Um, and then after dinner, if you want to clean up, mm-hmm. um, but now survival is they have to get ready for the next day. Right. Yeah. So then you're doing that, but you're present in every moment. Yeah. And what that does is it gives your brain a break and you literally, because your brain can't do two things at once, it's not anxious about anything more because you're focused in the present. Yeah. So you're giving it a rest. Yes. And then it it goes away eventually. Mm-hmm. This is good because <laughs> you're making me aware that I do these things and they actually do help. But I think I was so focused on the part that I don't like that I do yeah. that I was forgetting all of that other stuff. Because you got to be productive. See, I was, yeah. in your words, delivered uh-huh. from this productive, my worth is based on what I can produce. Uh-huh. I think you might be living that lie a little bit mm-hmm. because you're not a productive human being if you don't get this entire list done. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yes. You lose no value if you only get one thing done on your list. You lose no value if you don't get anything done on your list, Satricia. Yeah. Jesus still loves you. Yeah. And I think the part is like, he loves me, but now I'm not uh, mature or I'm lazy or I'm, it's all those other things. Okay. It's now, like, yeah. Now you're starting so stories. What I'm stories getting, are you telling yourself? I'm delivered here, guys. Help me. <laughs> Help, Lord. <laughs> but yet, no, yeah. that's real. So drop it. You yeah. have to accept where you are, yes. accept how you feel, accept you're at your limit yeah. and be okay with that. That's called mm. radical acceptance. Yeah. And so that's what, that's what I've learned. We got, yeah. we got a little flashy light we going do. on here. Yeah. A little it's like strobe. Ah. strobe. It's, it's saying Is amen. Is that you, spirit? Is that you, Jesus? <laughs> like, amen. Amen. Yeah. The yeah. light's talking. No, that, and you know what's interesting? Because when I view you, 
I view you as a very productive person. And the uh, one of the parts that I love about you is that you have this like get it done kind of personality, which I'm learning and I've learned that it's because of, you know, other things that, you know, you hyper focus on certain things. But that's something that I see in you that I'm like, oh, I wish I can have that. Sometimes it feels like such a, oh, to get something. And I think it's because the weight of like, you have to do this, you have to do this. Like the pressures of that will make me not do anything. Yes. And so that's interesting just to hear you talk about it and yeah. and all this stuff. Because when I view you, I'm like, you are a very productive, like get on top of it person. And I wish I could be more like that. But you don't see, Satrice, I'll just be, I'll just be honest, ladies. You don't see the times where I'm so done by the end of the night that i will just i'll just watch shows on netflix hmm. like um like i just feel like tv shows are like books that never end because yeah. they're series that keep going mm-hmm. and i remember so it's not like i i do it like all day or whatever but it's just at night like every night for like two hours i'll just you know like i'll watch two episodes but every night or i'll stay up oh, late nice. watching them not anymore because i have to get my sleep otherwise i it's not pretty mm-hmm. what happens when i don't get sleep <laughs> um but i'll do that and then i'll get so sucked into that show for however long it takes to get through the series uh-huh. not even the season <laughs> that i can't do anything else because my mind has gotten obsessed on that What's gonna so the now? dark side of adhd is now i'm so enthralled See, with these too. characters yes. and like how it's going to end and you're binging that yes yeah, yes even too. if it's controlled binging See, that's it still why takes up talk. real estate in your mind yeah, like i'm like just getting oh my i'm getting everything done i need to do today so where i can reward myself to get in to know what's up and so that is a oh, real distraction but that's kind of good though you're getting what you get to, because me i'll just forget what i got to do so i can binge and finish that all. okay you want to hear something bad so before i was mature i was in college uh-huh. and i had never heard of because my parents didn't have cable when i was a kid Come on, oh, wow. parents. Come on, <laughs> we had parents. Too much cable, though. So. so I didn't get to watch this really amazing show called Dawson's Creek. Oh, that was my favorite show what? growing up. Are you kidding me? Yes. I, lo- I was like oh my emotionally gosh. involved in that show. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So are you kidding me? Oh, yes. my gosh. I'm nerding out right now. Yay. Okay. So I literally, it was when all the DVDs had just come in. I think it was in its last season, the sixth season. Mm-hmm. So I would purchase on netflix you know when they used to mail you the discs Uh i would get all the seasons um i think i paid for like the most so i could get like six discs at one time and i would literally watch them all day and i'm not gonna lie multiple times i called out of work so i could (laughs) finish the shows that's like my friends we were living in a in a in an apartment together Mm -hmm. they would leave i was watching dawson's creek they would come home and i was watching dawson's creek and they would just be like emily what the heck but i couldn't help it it's a good show I couldn't help it, not only because it was a good show, but because I'm I'm hyper focused. Yeah. And then so I'm just like in it. So at mm-hmm. one point, at one point, um <laughs> I took all my DVDs from all the shows and I went to like I call her my my third mom. Uh-huh. So I, I have my mom. Um, and I'm really good friends with my husband's mom. And then there was this, uh, this other lady named Sherry, like a spiritual mom or mentor. Type. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kind of. And so I was like, can you hold all my DVDs? <laughs> because I literally was like a it form was a of drug. addiction. <laughs> yes. Because it started impinging on like my work. Uh-huh. Like that's when you know something's a problem when you can't do your daily functions. Yes, yeah. And so I gave her all the DVDs 
And so I should give my phone to somebody. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but now I've matured a little bit. Now I have six kids to keep me accountable and survival is different. Like my kids got to eat. They got to have clothes and underwear to wear to school. So I'm forced to do these things I Mm -hmm. don't want to do. Um, but let's not lie. Mm -hmm. I do struggle with watching things sometimes in an, in an excessive amount. Yeah. And it's in cycles. Dang, and then look, sometimes it's not always the best things. I'm not going to lie. Too. Can I can I admit something to you? And this this might like in the future since everything lives like, on the uh, internet. Uh-huh. Like, um, no, it's okay. Nobody needs to know my business. No, you could tell me and I'll tell something that's vulnerable too. Okay. So like I, um, I, uh, um, <laughs> have you experienced like Droughtlander? No. Have you ever watched the show Outlander? Uh-uh. Okay. So I watched Outlander. And um, uh, what the heck is it? The uh, 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 West, not Westworld. No, that's disturbing. Um, what? Oh, the Got Game of Thrones. I've heard of that, but I've never watched. But see, mine's is. Uh, I wouldn't watch it again. Okay, but the story hooks you. I'm gonna tell. But then this. they throw in all this inappropriate stuff. Oh, okay. See, I'm mine's sorry, is more trash. Mine's is more trash TV, okay. like trash reality shows. I, which I watch on YouTube, not on TV. So they're YouTube series? Like what? No, no, no. They come on TV, but people put them on YouTube. And I think a part of me felt like... <laughs> was that? Ch- ch- cheap man's Hulu? <laughs> yes, yeah. And I think a part of me felt like... So I don't really watch TV, like on the TV screen. Okay. Because a part of me knows that side of me. When I get into a series, I want to see it all too. I binge watch it. And then if it's like something that only one drops a week... It causes me anxiety because I can't <laughs> wait to see what happened next. Like life is over until it comes. Yeah, so so I try not to for that reason. Gotcha. But then I end up on YouTube and I watch a bunch of different types of stuff, vlog type stuff, how to type stuff. But um, but I'll find myself finding some trash TV on okay, there. Okay, like what? You better label it. I just Ooh, labeled two things. But mine's is more trashy. It's I don't like, care. Okay. Come on, like match my vulnerability. Love after lockup. <laughs> You know about that? Why is that trashy? It's it tra- sounds have redemptive. You, it's no, it's <laughs> it's people who are dating people who are incarcerated and they meet when they get out and then it's just the tr- the toxicity of okay. toxic like relationship okay. type stuff. But it's interesting because it's I have a lot of people in my life who have been mm-hmm. um incarcerated. Yeah. So I know how that feels as a family member and stuff too and I I know how that feels in a lot of different ways as family member, as a, a in a relationship and stuff. But it's just interesting the drama of the yeah. this and the that. Yeah. And then also one another one is like love and um I mean not love and hip hop, love uh love and marriage. No, no, no. <laughs> I stopped watching those because those are super trash. And I was like, their problems are so silly. These are rich people fighting over like stupid stuff. But it was love and marriage Huntsville. And it's all these married couples navigating like marriage issues like infidelity and children and all this type of stuff but then they have their drama within like the groups of he said she said so it's trash because it's just all drama and gossip and it's just drama i guess the white girl's form of trash is the bachelor yeah i guess so and this is like i wouldn't even say black i would just say hood 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 or like just toxic because there's all kind of races on the shows yeah but um it's just drama and I can feel when I've watched too much because then I feel like that little like drama within yeah. myself. And then I have to check myself like mm, you need to fall back because now you're treating your husband like he's 
from love and <laughs> love um, after lockup, <laughs> and he didn't just get out. So. Oh my god. <laughs> This episode totally turned into the confessions of things I've watched. It is. Yes. So if you're struggling with trash TV, you're not alone. We can bring this back, though, because that's how not to rest. Yes. Don't go go watch those shows. Don't go look them up. Okay. We're not recommending them. So let's talk about what healthy rest is. Healthy rest is. I think. um, I kind of want to say like. Watching an episode of The Bachelor every week, I feel like that's healthy rest. Yeah, and that's not as trash <laughs> as the ones that I'm watching. I'm just going to be honest. Now, on, honestly, I'm going to have to go watch an episode oh, to see what you're talking about. Then call me. We could talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> She's straight <laughs> fangirling here. Wait, but does that just, count as habitual sin if you don't want to do it, but you keep doing it? I guess. No. I'm addicted. <laughs> no. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> but healthy- We're just keeping it real, folks. <laughs> keeping it way. real. We can pretend like we don't struggle. In, you the, know? in the comments, um, you can go ahead and and if you feel like being vulnerable, write your uh, your show, your, your trash or your show TV. from the past, uh-huh. or your trash TV. And in we the won't comments. look them all up. We because won't. honestly, right now we don't want to feel alone for watching things that are not as productive uh-huh. and probably aren't as fulfilling, yeah, and godly as we should. Yes, but. We're, I, we're confident that Jesus still loves us and we're sure. still growing and we're work in progress. For sure. Okay, I feel good now. Okay, let's I move feel on. Good. Yeah. Let's move on. So, yes. what's some healthy rest? What's some healthy? <laughs> now we got out the unhealthy. Oh, I want to go watch TV now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why this is messy faith. It's a hey little man, messy. have you ever read like the, the Old Testament? They got some scandalous they stuff do. up there. They do. That's the drop. That's the trash TV. <laughs> right? Hey, man. <laughs> if you need some trash it. TV, just go read Genesis. Uh-huh. Just go read all of it, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, well, it's not trash, Lord, but you know what we say. What yeah. We're yeah. But, oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't smite me. <laughs> healthy ways of rest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, one is just understanding where you're at and why you feel the way you feel. and Your trust- season of life. Yeah. And knowing that this moment isn't going to make everything uh, fall and crash to the ground. Like being able to take a moment to step away, everything's not going to fall apart. And if it does, then it wasn't meant to be, or it wasn't God in the first place. If everything crashes from you taking one, one moment, you know, then that means that it was in your, your own strength and it wasn't with the help of the Holy spirit. Yeah. I don't ever think one moment leads to that. Yeah. It's hidden moments. Habitual. that, That, that have accumulated into your actions in a single moment Mm -hmm. so even in your successes or your failures it wasn't one moment that led you there it was a bunch of micro decisions that you made leading to that moment Mm -hmm. um so even if you step away for a moment yeah we promise nothing your world's not going to come crumbling down and i guess that's just a form of dying to yourself i was gonna say and if it does come crumbling down Praise God, because that means that That was just built by you. Yes. And now there's an opportunity for a new restoration and new opportunities to be built up in the right way. Because in moments where I felt like my whole life was crashing down, that's when I was um, rebuilt back. Yeah. Stronger. Yeah. 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 And and in ministry um, as well, like um, especially as a leader, Sometimes you feel like the areas that there's a gaping hole in, you have to fill in that gap. And so there's no time for rest. Mm -hmm. And what I have learned is you let that gaping hole gape wide open. Gape. Gape (laughs) wide open. Because if the people in your community that you're leading see that gaping hole, Mm -hmm. 
somebody is going to rise up. And if they don't, then there's then there's healing and work that the community needs to do together. And you need to do if nobody's stepping up. But like you only got so much energy and God does the rest. And I think. I think sometimes we just need to do less and let God do more. Yes. We try to do too much. We forget Way the job much. of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. For sure. Anyway. That's really good. That's so. trust. Knowing where you're at. Like the other day when I came over and you were like, oh, we still have some more leftover pizza from the night before. My husband got this. And I was like, oh, do you guys like have a day that you do this? He's like, no, he just sees when I'm like done. And then he he gets the pizza. Maybe you have a pizza you know, night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe you have a, a night where, cause for a, a season I was like, I'm not, we're not eating hot dogs cause it's only processed this. <laughs> well, maybe you have a hot dog night. Maybe you eat something that's not on the healthier scale of things because that's what you can give for today and be okay with that for today. Now let's not make it unhappy and every day turns into oh, an yeah, escape yeah. Yeah, yeah. or every, so we have to be aware and, you know, get help. And when we find ourselves in addictive kind of like um habits you know that are addictive then that's when we we got to seek some outside help whether it's therapy whether it's talking to your spouse and then being able to walk with you through it or friends yeah and and you know some cool things um because i'm still learning too i'm rest is something i'm like i was forced thrust into situations where i had to learn it and so i just went um went searching and found some interesting things that I just kind of want to read off that there's like so many different ways to rest mm-hmm. uh, in God. And I just want to read off some of them. So one Love of it. them is our our Sabbath rest, like God rested on the seventh day. Mm-hmm. There's a reason, you know, yeah. <laughs> there's a reason the human cycle is you're awake and then at night you sleep. Mm-hmm. Your body physically needs that. That's yeah. built in. Um, and so that's like a, a law of nature. So like, mm-hmm. like, and that was placed there by God. Yeah. So we should honor that. So rest is key in our fundamental things. And productive because as you're resting, things are growing and healing and turning and sticking. And yes. Yes. So, and yeah. resting in the presence and trusting in God. That's a form of rest as well mm-hmm. because you're laying down your anxieties and you're resting it on him. You're giving it to him mm-hmm. and you're letting him deal with it. So For he's sure. taking the burden. So that's, that's a mental rest. And it's saying, I trust you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one thing I had to relearn is that sleep rest. So the ability to close your eyes and not be in control of anything anymore mm-hmm. and leave complete control into God to make the sun rise again, mm-hmm. make all your family wake up again. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's a big, that's big, big, big. Um, and one that still scares me a little bit. I know it shouldn't, especially as a pastor, I should not do this, but eternal mm-hmm. rest, like dying. Mm-hmm. That's still something that I'm, that I'm working through. Mm-hmm. Um, I used especially to have that too. At that near death experience. And I know when I was a kid, um, and September 11th happened, I was, mm-hmm. I was in high school uh-huh, and I just woke up and my sister's like, everybody's running around the house and I go into her room and she had this old little black and white portable TV. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching the towers and I'm watching the plane go into the tower being played on replay on this yeah. black and white thing. It was all very new. We were at school. New war. So, yeah. And we still went to school that day, but I was scared as a teenager. <laughs> I'm like, is this the end of the world? Mm-hmm. Like, is this it? Is the rapture coming? Yeah. And I was seriously was super, super scared. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to die. I was like, Jesus, I don't want to die a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get married so I can have sex. <laughs> Did you you go find him? Come on, we have to. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, I'm just joking. But um, <laughs> anyway, anyway um, I don't even know why I said that. You were saying that 
that was something that you have to be have rest about. Oh yes. Day. Oh yeah, yeah. Eternal rest. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. So these situations where you're completely you're you're out of control whether or not you die or not. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so, and then that's the ultimate trust, knowing that God has made a better place. Yeah. That He's coming again. That everything that He said that you know when you die and and you you're with Him in paradise that every tear has been wiped. Every, mm-hmm. You know, there's no more sickness. There's no more this. That's that's faith. Yeah. That's a that's a huge ask. Mm-hmm. And so to believe that and have no fear, I don't know if having no fear is possible. Not for me at this point. I trust yeah. him and I believe all that, but I'm still scared. <laughs> yeah. I think it's what, what we do with the fear. I think fear is an indicator, like feeling emotions are indicators. Ooh. But I think it's what we... Dr. Satricia. Well, I got that from a doctor. So. Okay. <laughs> but I think that it's what we do with it. And because I used to have that same fear from being honest because my my grandma, like a lot of people in my family died at a young age. And so oh, I wow. know that that was one of my mom's fears, too, because she's she's mentioned that. And then my mom had a stroke at like, I think she was 46 or 47. Oh, my good Lord. And it paralyzed her on the whole left side. And oh, she's still no. to this day paralyzed on the left side. And so I had, you know, like kind of a fear of dying early, too. Yeah. Um, but I know by the grace of God, he's helped me to just kind of have a peace about that and um, say that I trust that I'm not going to go until my assignment's complete. And whenever that is, I'm going to see you. So praise God. Yeah. And that yeah. that helps. And I be, I feel it come up whenever I feel like any little sickness or something. I'm like, oh, no, is this going to be the thing? Is that cancer? Is this? A... And I feel it like coming, like the natural fear, the indicator. And then I'm like, I just remind myself. I literally say to myself, I'm not going to leave this earth until I'm done with the assignment that God's called me to. And there's so many things that I he's told me to start that I haven't started. So I know I'm not going to go. <laughs> And then I, it really so helps. Arrogant. That helps me. It does. It that does. Helps. But I think I'm it's not going to tell you confidence. it might be flawed. It's a holy, it's a holy confidence. I'm like, I'm confident that your word said you will complete everything that you started in me. Every good work that you started in me, your word said it. And I'm standing on your word. Okay. That's okay. a prayer. Okay. That's Jesus confidence, baby. <laughs> okay. I'm confident. We'll let you have your moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you. I needed that. One thing that's really, really crazy that I'm just realizing this now as we're talking, I know that in uh, one of our previous episodes was all about control and Uh covering control freak. And what I'm finding in in talking with you about rest and all the different ways you can rest, in every single way you can rest, it involves releasing control. Yeah. You cannot rest unless you can release control Mm -hmm. of having to control things. Yeah, that's true. And, And real rest. Yeah, real is in Jesus mm-hmm. because he's ultimately in control of everything. For sure. So, I'm not I'm not sure how others do it where they don't have Jesus. I'm not I'm not accustomed to that. I'd mm-hmm. love to have that conversation. Um but having Jesus I don't no, as an ultimate <laughs> as the <laughs> ultimate like master and controller, I can rest. Yeah. I can rest knowing that he's got the best for me, yeah. The good for me, and if I screw anything up, he's still gonna turn that for In good. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Yes. That's something I say over myself. Your plans for me are good; they're to prosper, prosper me, and not to do me any harm. And so I literally, even in times of like, I'm like your plans for me are good. So I trust you. I trust you, regardless yeah. of what it looks like. Yeah. I trust you. Okay, so, yeah. ladies. So what we've learned today: stand on the word. Stand on the word. <laughs> release control. And you need rest. Yes. You need rest spiritually, 
which means resting in who God says you are, resting in his plans for you, mm-hmm. resting that he's going to complete his plans in you. Yeah. Um, and then rest, you need rest physically because whether you work, you have kids, you have friends, you have schedules, you have aspects of your life that you are managing yeah. and you need rest. You can't burn the candle at both ends yeah. and it's okay. And every day you need rest. And we know this because you have to sleep to function. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so be okay with that. You're not alone in your inability to rest. Yeah. And if you know how to rest, Hey man, mentor us, yes. mentor us. Give us some tips in the comments. <laughs> if you've mastered this, help us master it. <laughs> yes. So we love you guys. If you want to join our community, that's yes. hopesociety.social, and yes. we can continue conversations on how to rest and on Satricia's trashy shows. <laughs> <laughs> Turn this thing off. Turn it off. Hey, it's Emily here. I just wanted to thank you on behalf of Satricia and I for listening to the Messy Faith podcast and allowing us to speak into your life. And hey, we don't want it just one way. We would love to hear from you. You can contact us at any time through our website, our email at ask at messyfaith.com. You can like us on Facebook, YouTube, or wherever you listen to us at. And hey, we'd love a little review. Can't wait to hear from you.